I always felt like the LeBron when LeBron said Cleveland, this is for you. That was always for like Nike executives. It really wasn't for Cleveland. You think he scripted that? You you keep telling me that, and I yes. don't know that he did. Yes, I don't know that he did. Yes, come on, you me come on. It was it, LeBron just came up with Cleveland. This is for you after winning the first title. Like it felt like something that a bunch of Nike executives sat around and were like, Cleveland, I love you. No, it's too generic. We need something more specific. Uh, uh, Cleveland. Um, it's our time. No, that's somebody else's thing. Well, what about Cleveland? This is for you. All right. Cleveland! This is for you. Yeah, that's an that's a performance. And I'm not I have no problem with it. Like the man, the man wants to be a billionaire. He wants to own his NBA team. This is how he's gonna do it. But like, that was for Nike executives. That wasn't for you and me. The title was for you and me. So the you, title was you for everybody. Steal my hopes and dreams away from that moment. Why is that? What? Why does that's because not the moment? I love that moment. The moment to me that's really powerful is him collapsing to the floor and crying, and that you think that was stage two? A little bit, <laughs> but but at least it like. Uh, by the way, we saw Space Jam. He's not that great of an actor, so some see, of it was authentic. I haven't seen it. Really? I haven't seen it's it. It's actually not bad. He's just never going to be uh, Robert De Niro. Just say that. He's a fine actor, right? Fine. Better than Jean-Claude Van Damme, not Robert De Niro, not no? Joe Pesci. You watch your mouth. You shut your mouth. Funny how. I actually, what, what, I amuse you? All right. If LeBron could just do old monologues or old scenes from old movies, I would pay. Like if LeBron could play Pesci in Goodfellas, I amuse you. What do you mean? Like I'm a clown. If LeBron could do that. But here's the thing. I would want to either be with his St. Vincent, St. Mary buddies or I would want it to be with like his uh, his entourage with guys like Rich Paul and Maverick. I want it to be with like Big Z. Oh, oh yeah, he's not saying that. Like I amuse you how with Big Z and just make Big Z just a big, um, you know, gangster mob, looking gangster dude. mob boss. Or you something. mean like Nikola Jokic like a, looks like, like walking a, like, into like the- a foreign. <laughs> bad Nikola- a bad guy in a movie. If you guys haven't seen Nikola Jokic showed up to the Nuggets game last night. Suited and booted, looking like he was ready to shake somebody down. Oh yeah, he was looking 100%. for the vig last 100%. night. All right, um, but no, no, I'd like I, I actually thought last night, it, last night felt m- more devoid of those kind of moments. I know he cursed at the end of you know his little thing People there. Are upset about that, guys. We're oh, adults please, here, man. I love you guys. Like, why do we care about curse words? I mean, it's stupid that you and I can't just drop an F-bomb right here and now. I mean, we could. We just wouldn't work again in this business ever. No, you could work on Sirius. That ain't happening. They don't have a Cleveland station. You could just make a podcast. That's true. But I guess the point is, like, does LeBron cursing really matter? To does me, it? no. No. And people were upset about that when he cursed after the uh, parade and stuff. Mm-hmm. And whatever. I mean, in that moment, I guess they're probably, like, having, like, Bottles of champagne. Like so even, they're just loosey-goosey. Even the bubble. I want my damn respect, too. He said the damn word. I don't give a damn, quite frankly, my dear. Um, last night was really cool, and there was some of that. Like It, it was kind of a weird vibe. Um, Kareem just looks really, really old, and like Kareem, not necessarily because of LeBron breaking the record, but like, Kareem's like kind of a shy, awkward guy. Kareem didn't look like he was having fun last night. Um, like he just doesn't really care to sit 
on the baseline and having video taken of him as he's just trying to like do the right thing, right. which is hand. You know, what did he do? He, he handed the ball off to LeBron. Um, Didn't LeBron give him the ball? I thought no. I thought I couldn't I, tell. I thought Kareem gave him the ball, and then there was like a high five. Which I'll be was, honest with you. I was so I was at a party last night, a birthday party, mm-hmm. and this friend of mine is a big Lakers fan and mm-hmm. also loves LeBron. And so we had the game on, but there was no audio. So I couldn't tell what was going on. We were just like watching the game mm-hmm. and like listening to music. But uh, so I, I could, we all thought that he was like giving the ball to Kareem. No, okay. no, no, no. Well, let me just tell I, him, I, screw that up. Again, you guys actually watched it in real time. I watched everything back today because 10 p.m. 10 p.m. start times are for Laker fans, not for the rest of America. You know, real LeBron fans. They were totally fine. Like, yeah, no, it, it no. was fine. It started on time. Yeah. Like, he, it he wrapped hit, up he, right about noon. Or noon. Midnight. Excuse me. Wasn't great. We uh, Still waking up, buddy. We're still waking up. No anxiety. No anxiety no medication. Anxiety Don't worry about today. it. Okay. All right. I'm not that kind of radio host. Um, Wish you were. I got, Yeah, no, I just, I, I thought it was a truly great moment. And yet, in the back of my mind, as I'm watching it, I thought back to what Frank Isola said to us yesterday, which is fans aren't really that emotionally involved in this record. And it has nothing to do with LeBron. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's, there's something about those those big, all right, it's a 20-year thing. Outside of like the home run record in baseball, there's just very few records that, that capture our attention the same way. And I mean, honestly, did Russell Westbrook look like he was having a good time last night? Uh, did you see Anthony, Anthony Davis? Davis? Yeah, he took a seat. Yeah, I, it, it, like I said, it was really cool to see, but it was kind of a weird vibe last night. Between, and it, like I don't want to say that's not about LeBron. Well, it might be with his teammates. But, like, his teammates didn't really look like they gave a damn. No, they didn't look like they cared And at in all. fairness, I don't think they really helped. Like, LeBron hit that shot with, what, eight seconds to go? Ten seconds. Ten seconds to go. In the third quarter. Maybe just go to the end of the third quarter. They probably should have finished the quarter. Yeah, that was they weird. They just stopped the game yeah. for, like, ten minutes. Yeah. Had a celebration, had a moment. And, and then, then they had restarted. To, and then restart with ten seconds for and, one possession. And then there's another TV timeout, and then you go back. And then I don't think it helped that the Lakers lost that one. Right. But, like, it's so weird because going in, it felt like the media were making a bigger deal about LeBron breaking this record than maybe fans were. That's fair. Outside of people actually paying to go see it, which it was apparent, like, there were tickets at that, uh, at the, whatever the LA arena is called now. The Crypto.com arena. What a stupid name. I can't wait till that one falls. Sorry. Nothing against Crypto.com. I just think. It's not a great name for an arena. It really isn't. Hey, guys, you go to the crypto tonight? You go to the the crypt? crypt? Going to the crypt? You go to the crypt tonight? It's not great. It's not bad, actually. Um, yeah, the crypt actually is pretty cool. Although West Coast might have a little different flavor with that word, but that's just a different thing. Yeah, that's true. John Morant would love it. Um, yeah, I don't know. It was just like watching it, I felt I felt it was like when LeBron won the title in Cleveland. I it was like history washing over you. Yeah, it was pretty cool to see. But yet By the way, like I, I didn't think he was gonna break it early in the game. And then I looked down at like halftime, I think he had like twenty. And by the way, I love what TNT did with the tracker. Uh-huh. Because, you know, you're not yeah. – we're having a party, and mm-hmm. you're watching the TV. You're kind of glancing back and forth, and you could just look at that little score bug at the top right corner and see how many points he needs. I know I've already laid out a few hot takes on this one, 
I think the fact it was in L.A. contributed to the crappy, like, uh, the crappy environment. What do you mean crappy environment? I just don't think anybody in L.A. gives a damn about LeBron in this record. I don't think they give a damn about LeBron. Really? I, I think LeBron is just the latest attraction. I think LA Lakers are the most front-running fans are the most front-running, bored, rich, uh, cynical jackasses. There, and I'm not talking about fans that might like the Lakers here. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the LA Laker fans that live in LA, and it's just another attraction. Oh, hey, Disney, Disney on Ice is coming this weekend, right? But in this case, it's oh, hey, LeBron's going to break the record, right? Like the people who bought those tickets, people who could afford those tickets. They weren't going because they actually gave a damn. They're going because it's another thing rich people can do. And like, I'll be honest with you, I rather would that I I would have rather that game that record gets broken in OKC. I would rather that record get broken in Cleveland or Milwaukee or literally anywhere else than that absolute atrocious city for sports in LA. And again, I've like it's cool. You are the second biggest market. You get all the cool things. But, man, it just felt like a bunch of spoiled fans who was like, oh, really cool moment. Like the little yeah, golf clap. It every felt like- city's got spoiled fans, though, Nick. I mean, there are diehard fans in every city. I mean, to, to make those generalities, like, probably not fair. I don't care. I think I'm right. 216-578-0092. Sean Salisbury joins us at 3. We've got Albert Breer at 520. Howard Beck at 6. Isaac's going to disagree with me here, but when you saw last night and the actual play itself, LeBron's response to it, I was really cool with. And I thought it was a really cool moment and a cool moment for LeBron and a cool moment for the NBA. But it it does bring up a bigger question here. Given that he just passed Kareem and broke Kareem's record, given first title in, in Cleveland history, or sorry, in, in over 50 years in Cleveland, What's the most impressive thing about LeBron's run in the NBA for the Laker fan thing? I don't feel this way about all LA fans. Like I do think warm warm weather fan bases tend to be a lot more hot and cold because uh and and Miami fans have said this forever. Oh, we got more to do. Well, congrats. You're still not as good of fans as we are. Right? I don't care that we have less to do, whatever that perception is, but like no, we go we support our teams better. With the Lakers, like, I don't think – this is a better way of saying it. The Laker fans don't appreciate LeBron. They don't. They look at LeBron as a disappointment because – and I'm going to use this in quotations. He's only won one NBA title. So the idea that that was a weird atmosphere last night, both with his teammates, with the reaction to this moment, all of it, like, it did feel like a truly great moment in LeBron's career was wasted on a bunch of spoiled fans who don't appreciate him in the first place. I, I just think people are looking way too into this thing and trying to, like, take away a great moment because all this ancillary stuff. Like, mm-hmm. who cares? Like, well, who cares where it was at? Like, who cares about what AD said or did or what Russell Westbrook did? Like, the guy just broke the scoring record that's been in place for 30-something years. Well, but doesn't atmosphere always add... To the I, I like, didn't feel like it was a bad atmosphere. I don't think it was great. I don't know. It you, just you go to Rocket Mortgage. Like, there's a lot of rich dudes that sit around the court too. It's I not, don't know. It's I, not like LA, but like if you go to the look, I went to a couple NBA Finals games, and there were a lot of people in the lower bowl. They were just like, you know, 
it would have been a better atmosphere if the, the real fans were there. I don't want to take away from the moment. So if that's what it's coming across as, it's not. Uh, this is not against LeBron. But no, what no, are you no, supposed no. to do, Nick? I mean, in these moments when you've got something this big, mm-hmm. i.e., LeBron breaking this this record, the Super Bowl, a national like these big moments when you know it's going to happen, mm-hmm. people with money get there. No, no, no. I'm not. I'm. This is not anti-rich people. It is. I don't think LeBron is properly appreciated in L.A. He's con- constantly propped up against Kobe or Magic or Kareem or Wilt, and I just look at this guy, and you know, we threw out the question, and, and I'll ask your opinion here after we talk with Isaac for a minute, but like, the most impressive thing that LeBron has done to me is not just almost 40,000 points. It's not, um, it's not just winning the first title in Cleveland since uh, 1964. It is the fact that this guy has won three, uh, has won four NBA titles with three separate teams, and that the guy has done it as the best player on teams with Dwayne Wade, Chris Bosh, Kevin Love, Kyrie Irving, and Anthony Davis. It's Because I think sometimes, oh, he did it because of uh, super teams. What the hell do you call the 96 Bulls? They had Dennis Rodman, maybe the greatest defender of an era, mm-hmm. Scottie Pippen, who would have been a, a one on, on most teams, on potential championship teams, and they did it with Michael Jordan. Oh, and by the way, Phil Jackson was pretty good at coaching too. So, like, I just look at LeBron and I'm like, damn, you went to Miami. You were the best player when Dwayne Wade was on the court, who was probably one of the other three best players of that era. Mm-hmm. Oh, and Chris Bosh, who was probably one of the other ten best players of that era. Then you came here with Kyrie, who might have the best handles of the last 12 years. And maybe the best point guard of the last twelve years when Don't he's actually Mark Cuban, by he, the way. when he's actually on the court, should say, and and then he went with AD, who was supposed to inherit the Lakers. Like that, that's mind boggling to me that you can say that that it, at the time at thirty six, this dude won an NBA championship, and he was the best player on a team with Anthony Davis, who should have been the best player in the NBA at that time. But uh, we did have on, on Twitter, we had a Twitter reaction. Brought to you by Scheiben Jewelers, Cleveland's premier jewelry store. I had made the thing of, uh, I made the, I don't want to speak, the, the honest admission that Cleveland, this is for you, always felt like it was for somebody else. Cleveland, this is for you. That felt like a marketing moment instead of, like, what for me, what was for me was the 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 parade. For me, it was him collapsing to the ground. I've That felt authentic to me. Uh I think this is Cowie on Twitter saying, um, <laughs> so, uh, commenting that I had said, Cleveland, this is for you, a stage. He said, dang, do you tell your uh, your kids that certain mythological figures aren't uh, aren't real? I didn't want to say that name just in case anybody was driving around with their kiddos. What's the myth- mythological figure? I'll tell you off. Oh, okay. I, know I think I know where you're going. Isaac, welcome to the show, buddy. What you got for us? Isaac, what's up, man? Hey guys, what's going on? Good afternoon to you. Hey, I was just—I want to ask you a question and then come back and give you my uh, little thirty-second opinion on why you're totally wrong on the LeBron thing. My question to you would be: uh, You remember when Steve Young stated, "Hey, get this monkey off my back" when he won the Super Bowl? You guys remember that? Absolutely. Yes. Think that was staged? Uh, that was also 20 years before, and Steve Young uh, isn't that, the kind of – No, no, Isaac, that. I'm giving you the answer. The okay. answer is 
Uh, Steve Young was not as half as business-minded, or and I don't like this word because it sounds negative. I don't mean it, but as calculating as LeBron. LeBron is LeBron has look at look at all look at all the Nike campaigns that were going on when LeBron came home. Those are all those are all with LeBron's blessing or driven by the LeBron vehicle. Do you know that Steve Young was always said, you can't win the big one. You can't do this. You can't do it. And when he finally did, it was like a, the monkey was off his back. And he, it was not staged. Yeah, those I'm two events you, were 20 then, years apart. Yeah, yeah, but let me like tell media you has completely you, changed from 1994 me, to 2015, 16. Let, let me mend it together for you. See, so, you. so you can't seem to get it together. Let me mend it together for you. When a person what a nice way to insult me, Isaac. Yeah, when a person is getting something, trying to get something done, and it's just a, something on their back. LeBron had so much on him. He had the way he left Cleveland. He had uh, become a villain. And as you stated, he wanted to be a marketing genius throughout the world. He had to get that monkey off his back to get a championship for Cleveland because he felt like he owed us. Isaac. He felt that way. Let me tell you what. Hold on. You, you, you got the radio station, Nick, and I'm trying to get That's you fair. there. I do have a radio station. You own yeah, it? Yeah, you, you, yeah. You, I'm trying to you're get you to get there because you're totally wrong. It wasn't staged. That was Wait, from what, the heart. Let me ask you, why does it matter if it's staged? Why is it a negative if LeBron is that smart of a guy that he workshopped that with a bunch of Nike executives uh, six months prior to winning the title? Dustin told you already. That's why I'm saying you're not listening. Dustin told you already. Well, you tell me now because I wasn't listening then. I'm going to tell you. It wasn't staged because you're trying to take away my moment. But no, that's not the moment. Taking away my moment, Nick. Do you want me to tell you, Nick? Do you want me to tell you? I thought you did tell me. Okay, let me tell you because you got other callers. Let me get done and you can get to your other callers. Well, you're a gentleman. Well, I know I want to get to the other callers, too, because I like listening to some of the people. And I'm not right all the time either, but I'm right about this one because (laughs) you're trying to take away my moment. You're trying to take away my moment where he says, hey, Cleveland, this is for you. Man, I've been wanting this, dude. Thank you for giving it to me. And you telling me, oh, he don't care about you. He's no. just doing it as a marketing tool. No. Yes, you are? Yes, In, you no, are. no, no. Me saying what? that's you, that, that, that was real quick. The, real quick, the, Isaac. Okay. That, okay. So him saying that as a marketing tool is not saying he doesn't care about Cleveland. No. The caring about you, Cleveland you was coming again. home you and winning it. the title. You missed it again. I said me. Me. When he, when he didn't say Isaac, this he, is for you. Well, no, you, you, you're totally confused, man. You are. You're totally confused. Listen, I'm going to do it real simple. I'm going to let you go to your other callers. When LeBron said that, it was so much on his chest, so much on his mind. It was. It, he was almost hated. Uh, when he came back, he was all good. But some people still hated that he left, whatever. But he wasn't really trying to satisfy the people. He wanted to win one for Cleveland so bad. It'll come out one day. Isaac. That he, it, it, it came out from his heart to me, and you're not going to take that away from me. Isaac, real way. quick, when he won the title in L.A. and he said, I want my damn respect too, was that from the heart or was that from Nike? No, that's from the heart. All that LeBron's oh. so egotistical, man. And so, and, and you think these guys are like that, dude. I mean, no offense. These guys are like that. You think all these got money? He ain't thinking about how the world is, how he's perceived. You said it yourself. Yeah, this is a marketing tool. Yeah, he's caring about how he's perceived. Dude, I, I you think can't take that away from the city of Cleveland. Stop saying that. You I don't think take that away from us. Stop I'm that. not. Nobody's taking it away, Isaac. 
acknowledging that LeBron thought about what he was going to say if he ever won a title in Cleveland and that it had other things, other implications other than just him winning a title, it doesn't take away the title. It doesn't cheapen that moment. All right? It will never stop. I'll watch it. And it the whole thing still gives me goosebumps. But it's okay to look at LeBron, a guy who wants to be an NBA owner, who who is, I think he's still a billionaire to this point, who has, has gone from kid just a kid from Akron, which, by the way, is another marketing ploy. It's okay. Like, you can't embrace LeBron, the basketball player, without embracing everything that comes with LeBron. That's the beauty of LeBron. That's the real. It's not just LeBron. I mean, all the great athletes. I mean, Tom Brady's taking every chance he can to to post a picture in his underwear that he has his brand on. Nope, that's about Tampa fans. Michael, Michael Jordan's got the biggest brand in the world. I mean, everyone's about their brand. Michael Jordan literally put out a had a 10-part documentary commissioned when LeBron started really threatening his status as GOAT just to go ahead and protect his legacy, his basketball legacy. Like, these dudes are in a different Wait stratosphere. A he, he commissioned it? Okay. He, approved, he, had, he had oversight and approval of the Mike, Michael, jo- Michael, Dorden, Michael Jordan last dance. fluff piece that was the last dance. Which was fantastic. It was great. He also completely sidestepped bullying teammates, punching him in the face, and kind of being an a-hole. Like, okay. But, but, but a again, lot of athletes are. Well, yes, but again, you can't appreciate Michael Jordan and just appreciate the things that we like or the glossy part of it. Why it, can't we? Because it's not real, right? An image, is, the image isn't the real thing. The human being is the real thing. Yeah, but these, remember, these are entertainers. Mm-hmm. They entertain us. That's why mm-hmm. we spend all this money to go watch these games. Yep. And we live and die with these teams. It's mm-hmm. not like um, – it's. I think it's okay to be able to just kind of like let this be an escape. I don't care. Like, listen, I hope every guy's a great guy. But when I watch sports, I just I, I just want to watch my teams win. Well, but the, so the point is not you need to like everybody on your team. I think we found out, out this year over the last couple of years with the Cleveland Browns. There are people who didn't like OBJ. There are people who don't like Baker. There are people who don't like Deshaun. It's not about like or dislike. It is It is. there is the Nike enterprise. There is the, the glitzy, look at how perfect LeBron is. And then there's the reality. And you can address both. And I think far too often, we just want to address the nice glitzy thing because it falls into, well, well, I just want my distraction. Well, okay, that's fine. You can have your distraction. Nobody's saying don't have the distraction. But that shouldn't mean the rest of us who care about the thing. Like, you don't have to like LeBron to acknowledge his greatness. I love I, – I am legitimately – LeBron winning that title, there will never be an athlete that will mean to me what LeBron will mean to me. And I can also look at that and go, eh, some of that stuff is phony baloney PR stuff. And I don't think that yeah, takes away think, from it. I think it. you're just more cynical than I am. You might be right. I think that's fairly accurate. Joe on Twitter saying, dude tried to copyright Taco Tuesday. That's also fair and <laughs> great rebuttal. That's a great rebuttal. Uh, David, real quick, buddy, what you got for us? How you doing? First doing. of all, I thought that was the worst thing I've ever seen last night. This was a basketball game. 
anything that should have been happening should have been after the game, stopping the game. You can look at Alcindor's face. I'm sorry, Jabari's face and tell it. You don't really care for LeBron, period. As far as Nike, I'm going to give you a term. I'm going to hang up. It's called psychographic segmentation is how Nike functions. And LeBron is David, say that one more time. Psychographic, psychographic segmentation. You got to look it up. Can you say it one more time? Psychographic segmentation. Psychographic segmentation. Segmentation. Look it up. This is Nike's thought on how they deal with us and who they use to get money. You got me? You got to take a look at it. It was the worst thing I've ever seen in my entire life. I don't even watch the NBA All-Star. Psychographic segmentation. Psychographic segmentation? That is the name of it. And this is how they look at people to see who they target their products toward and use what athletes toward that product. David, real quick, buddy, we got to run, but we do appreciate the call. Uh, We'll Google that in a break. Uh, The question is, and I'll I'll have Dusty answer this next. I can't remember. What's the most impressive thing about LeBron's run in the NBA? Interesting, interesting thoughts here coming from Roger Goodell before we get back to the LeBron conversation. Uh, Roger, of course, as every commissioner does. With Adam Silver, it's the all-star game. Roger always likes to talk during um, during Super Bowl week uh, on Radio Row. and uh, Or not on Radio Row, but as part of the media circus yeah. during Radio Row. Yeah. Uh, he was asked about officiating. The quote is, I don't think it's ever been better in the league. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. So all, all those thoughts we had about officiating – as oh, bad put, as it put, was. Put those to bed. Roger really just doesn't want to pay the, the referees full-time, right? That's what it is. The legal. they are full-time now. So when we had, I can't remember who we had on. We had like a, uh, it might have been Albert. Albert might have been the one that said. Because uh, they pay him like 100 grand now. Yep, but it's still not. So I don't think they get benefits. That's and, ridiculous. And so you have officials, and I could be wrong on this, because maybe I'm just. You know what? We'll ask Albert. We'll ask okay. Albert about it so I don't screw this up on air and sound even dumber than I already do. I'll pull a Peterlin in here. Don't know. You never he go. Just, he just spews. Oh, he do- My boy does his research. Not on salute to service, right, Keith? <laughs> yeah, he kind of missed on that one. <laughs> and, and in fairness, not on Josh Allen. No, I love, I, J- I love I, JP. Love you, JP. He hates Josh Allen. Um, hates him. Um, Thinks he stinks. All right, we where, got do, where do you want to go? Well, so with the LeBron stuff and what we saw from LeBron, I did want to real quick before we comment and continue commenting on the atmosphere in this. Like I had said in the last segment, the most impressive thing LeBron has done is be the best player on three separate teams, or sorry, for three separate organizations on teams that won titles with a roster that included Dwayne Wade, Kyrie Irving. And by the way, some of these guys either at the tail end or in the middle of their prime, and Anthony Davis. The fact that he's been been able to do that across 12 years in the NBA, and by the way, that didn't even start till he was 26 or 27, is mind-boggling to me. So I did want to give you a chance to kind of speak on for you what is the most impressive thing about LeBron's NBA run to this point. What's the most impressive thing about his... Yeah, his run. Is, just is his it, run, his career? Yeah, is it the record last night? Is it... I, you know. I think, honestly, the most impressive thing to me about LeBron James is his durability. Mm-hmm. The, the guy never misses games. I mean, Keith was bringing this up before the show, and not to, to like jinx the guy, but like knock on wood, the guy's never had a torn ACL. He's never had a like, significant injury that's 
taking him out for more than maybe a few weeks, right? A month? I mean, I think in that first year in L.A., I think he missed the second half of the season. I still think he played like 44 or 50 games. Yeah, I mean, but that's – you think about this guy's been in the league for yep, 20 years? Yep. I mean, since he was 18, so he's 38, 20 years? And we're, we don't have time to play it and, and get to your guys' calls here, so we'll, I'll just paraphrase it. But he said last night on TNT, I think I can still play a few more years. Like, can you imagine – I mean, LeBron's having a career year for 99.99% of NBA players – and he's doing it at 38. Can you imagine if this guy's scoring 30 points a game two years from now at 40? Can you imagine if this dude wins another NBA title well, as th- the best player on I, the team? I think at this point, everything that this guy does is just gravy on top to try and make him win the Michael Jordan argument. Mm-hmm. And the Jordan truthers out there, and I, I'm kind of one of them, to be honest with you. I mean, I love MJ. He was greatest thing I've ever seen you know obviously LeBron is fantastic too I'd probably still take MJ by a little bit mm-hmm. but like it's it's starting to become really tough to defend the argument when people say LeBron is better than MJ because he's done so much he's been so durable he's not missed any time he's won multiple championships he's been to six finals uh six finals that he lost mm-hmm. and people hold that against him I know which is so insane and and completely forget who he has taken to the NBA Finals as well. I mean, he dragged these Cavaliers teams. I mean, the first year he was here, we had no K-Love. We had no Kyrie in the Finals. It was Delhi, And it went Deli six and games. Delhi, JR, and uh, Timo Moskov. six games. Greg, real quick, buddy. We got about 60 seconds. What you got for us? Hello, Greg. Greg. Oh, hey, sorry. Hey, guys, real quick. Uh, so ESPN was just showing a bunch of stuff about LeBron James, the 10 best rebounds, 10 best steals, 10 best dunks. For about an hour straight, they did highlights. Nothing ever repeated. And I was always uh, on a boat with MJ, who was probably the best basketball player ever. But, man, watching those highlights, I'm a changed guy. I think LeBron James is the best player I ever played. And I'm an Ohio guy, Browns, Indians, Cavs. I don't think you can deny it anymore. That guy is amazing. He's done amazing things throughout the years. And he, like you guys just said, he carried teams that had no other players. And Michael yeah. Jordan had Scottie Pippen. He had Horace Grant. He had Bill Cartwright. He had all those guys. I, didn't, I don't Rodman. know how you can deny it anymore. All right, Greg, we appreciate you, buddy. Um, I, I don't necessarily want to get into MJ versus LeBron just because it's kind of low-hanging fruit radio. Uh, what I will say is um, I just don't know – how anyone can top LeBron like what he's durability the 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 titles the teams he's had like the fact that not only has he lived up to the hype that he's far surpassed the hype which almost never happens in sports Two one six five seven eight double oh nine two. what is the most impressive thing about LeBron's run in the NBA